1: where do we put paul man i mean i read the bible i read the four gospels and i hear the wonderful teachings of jesus christ through matthew mark luke and john man i hear his strong message what we must do today how we should walk today How he taught us. He showed, he done signs and miracles. Then he told us to go out into the world. And we would be able to do the same thing. And then all of a sudden when you get into the end of Acts and then starting with Romans, this Paul comes up and contradicts everything that our Lord and Savior has been talking. How could he be even in the Bible? He contradicts the majority of what Jesus was teaching. Where do I put Paul? Lord, help me to understand this Paul. What is Paul in the Bible? Okay, <laughs> I know. That's just, what I'm saying is basically what a lot of people may be saying when it comes to the Apostle Paul. Not all, but you got a remnant of people that wonders, where do I put Paul? Why did Paul teach something different than what Jesus taught? Or even somewhat, now he teaches, or or, or, let's check this out. Paul teaches the same thing as Peter and the twelve, correct? See, it teaches a little different than Jesus teaching, but he teaches the same thing as Peter and the twelve who also teaches The same thing that Jesus taught in his earthly ministry, but Paul teaches different than Jesus, but he teaches the same as Peter now. Man, I'm still confused. (laughs) That's how people look at the Bible when it comes to Jesus' earthly ministry, the teachings of of Peter, James, and John, and the teachings of Paul. Paul is like a thorn when it comes to the Word of God. Paul is like a thorn. People do not know where to put Paul. I was like that, not in a negative way like a lot of people is, but I didn't really know where to put Paul. And why was Paul seeing like he was doing things on his own and he seemed like a misfit or we may call what we call the lone ranger? What's up with this Paul? Why is he so different? And the answer is right in the pages. Of the word of God. Especially the King James Bible. The pages of what Paul. Is. Paul is exactly. Is, is exactly what he's supposed to be. In the word of God. Paul's books are not really. A chronological order. Like a lot of books in the word of God. But his books are there. Because they're supposed to be there. Paul's teaching. Are different. Or sound different because they are different. Paul's gospel sounds different and contradictory than Jesus' earthly ministry because they are contradictory, or contradicting and different in Jesus' earthly ministry because they are different, but they are still true, more true than Jesus' earthly ministry. Then, but it's still Jesus talking to Paul. And that sounds confusing too, doesn't it? But many people will reject that, what I just said. Okay, many people will reject that because they don't understand the mystery so they're still in the dark. They don't understand what happened between the kingdom program and the gospel of the grace program. They don't understand that most traditional churches do not understand what happened. What well, some people call this gap. See, even Judaism, Judaism rejects Jesus they feel he failed because they don't have the millennial kingdom set up yet. They say people still sick and they die. See, all the things that was predicted by the prophets in the Bible, since it has not been fulfilled, they reject Jesus. They say he was a failure, and he was. He could not be their coming prophetic. Prophesied, foretold, Messiah. So Judaism and most of Israel, Jews' religion, reject Jesus for that reason. See, because they don't understand what happened, and that gap, they don't understand how God postponed the program, and there still will be a continuation fulfillment for the setup for the millennium kingdom. Many today don't even know where to put the body of Christ They think the body of Christ and the kingdom Saints are the same Now let's talk about traditional churches Because they don't understand Where to put Paul Why Paul's lingo is different Some people say yeah He say things different but it's still the same And they can't prove it They say Paul and Peter Talk the same thing but they can't prove it They can't show scriptures to prove it So they just go on Assumptions And said they could have, ain't no way they can teach nothing different. And if you go through your Bible, did everybody in the Bible get saved by believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ? Was that required for Adam and Eve? Was that required for Noah? And his eight that was on a boat Believing their salvation Was based on the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ Was that required For Abraham To believe in the death, burial, resurrection Of Jesus Christ for salvation? Was it? Think about it And if you believe it was, prove it Prove it it. That they all got saved The same way that we get saved today Okay, let's go a little further. Let's go through the prophets. No, no, no. Well, let me go before that. Let's go to Moses. What was the requirement for Israel to be saved? Was it believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ for salvation? Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. What about Joshua? What about Judges? What about Ruth? Second, first, second Samuel. Did they? Have to believe in the death, burial, resurrection Of Jesus Christ and salvation If you believe that word, Prove it, show some scriptures Leave some comments to show some scriptures Okay, let's go a little further When Jesus came on the earth What was his message? Was his message this Telling people You almost believe in me of my death, burial, resurrection Did he tell them they had to believe That he died and was buried and rose again for salvation? Did he? Okay, I know I sound sarcastic. I am because that's where a lot of people look at the Bible. That You have a remnant of people look at the Bible like everybody got saved the same way. That's not true. God used different men in a certain way for his glory and it was not the same. It was not the same. See, that's the biggest issue when it comes to Paul. You have so much of a focus, rightly so, on the coming Messiah if you read your Bible correctly. It's about the coming prophesied Messiah for Israel if you read your Bible correctly. What comes do that program with Israel? What comes with what came with that? Signs, wonders, the law. That picture that all that came through the, through the Bible: signs, wonders, the law. Yes, they had to walk that faith. What came with the law? Sacrifices, sacrificing animals, and different things like that, all the way through the kingdom. That was required for Israel. Forgiveness, they had to sacrifice And do this and do that Until Jesus Christ came on earth Then they had to believe who he was How could you think that he was They got saved by believing in his death, burial, resurrection When he was still alive No, they had to believe who he was My point is You have to open up your spiritual eyes Not your physical, traditional, denominational Teaching eyes, but your spiritual eyes and, And read the Bible literally Because most of the time, the Bible will contradict a lot of things that our pastors and teachers taught us without the allegories and the metaphors and stuff like that. The Bible does not contradict itself. We contradict the Bible. Let me say it again. The word of God does not contradict itself. We contradict the word of God. Again, we say, especially King James, oh, it was made by man, and man made errors. It cannot be perfect because it was made by man. It's a man tradition. It's man made of stuff. Yeah, just like what you teach on YouTube is man stuff. And I'm going to get into this, uh, a lot of these YouTube teachers that reject the teachers of the Apostle Paul. Uh, it's this young lady called Christy Burke. And she was a, one of the first ones I ran into when I, I, I searched YouTube about people that reject uh, the teachings of Paul. I already know about Judaism and Muslims and stuff like that. I already know about that. I don't want to get into them because I know why they reject out of ignorance and stubbornness and stiff-neckedness. And when I heard this young lady, I was assuming that she was still a self-proclaimed I'm not saying she was saved, but a self-proclaimed Christian. I was assuming that, but as I dug up more, like I usually do, I was trying to, well, what what denomination she come from, or why she believe. I'm finding out now that she's considering herself an ex-Christian. So when a person said they're ex-Christian, that tells me one thing: you never were saved anyway. You was a self-proclaimed Christian. You was a religious denominational Christian. You get. Fed up with the denominational belief So you just stepped out of Christianity No one could step out of being a believer Let's get off the name Christianity But that's the name That's why I don't use it much You cannot step out of the hands of God When you are a believer You can't step in and out So therefore for you to say you was an ex You are an ex-believer Of the teachings of God You never was a believer Or what you will call A Christian Ain't on in and out stepping in and stepping out. I hear a lot of people say I was an ex-Christian. No, you weren't, you never was a Christian. You never was a believer. It it don't it don't work like that. You stop believing in the doctrine or the teachings of the Bible for one reason or the other. You never was a true dying, death, burial, resurrection believer in the body of Christ. People in the body of Christ don't step in and out. They don't do that. You was never sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. You was a self-claimed name Christian. That's all you are, Christy Burke. Now you're on YouTube and putting a call down and consider yourself somewhat of an expert And you got a lot of airhead followers I read a lot of their reviews If you are airhead You got a lot of airhead followers That has an issue with Paul anyway You have, you see you can start a YouTube channel And a lot of your reviews would be people That only agree with you They won't challenge your fake doctrine Because why? You, they only, you only confirm what they believe anyway So you're going to get those type of followers Not nobody that's really going to challenge you or show you what you're wrong at, So you get your followers. majority of people on YouTube followers that has a false teaching about Jesus or Paul or something in the Bible. Those are the type of followers that they're going to... They, those type of people that's going to follow them. Oh, we love you. I'm glad we opened up this channel. You just gave me the truth. Oh, I like you. You you are funny. Oh, you're using the right scriptures. you using the right what? Now, that tells when a the person says... A false teacher using the right scriptures, that tells you they don't know the word of God and they don't know scriptures. You can throw any verse on them and these little gung-ho followers will believe it. You just confirm what they believe anyway. So you all in the same bucket when it comes to that. So I read those reviews and I just say, wow, this is so sad and it makes my stomach hurt. And I laugh and I say, oh, you are so correct. How do you know somebody's correct if you don't even know the word of God yourself? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to talk about that. Why? I don't even know why I waste my time listening to this young lady, but I like to give her benefit for the doubt. I thought she'd be more challenging, but has she just done what she just done? No. And I'm going to get into that on the next episode of Body Christ Real Talk. Peace out.
0: holiday.